Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 10th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, unconfiscatable, in motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm offended by selling. Don't FOMO on alts. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. Hello, my elite friends. How you doing tonight? If you've got questions, I got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister, do a super chat. Follow me on Twitter. Oh, Twitter is down in Southern California. We'll get into that in a second. I don't know. There's some outage on the Twitter outage site. I can't get on Twitter for the last eight hours, five hours. I don't know. So this show will be a little bit different, but you can follow me on Twitter at Tech Vault when it's up, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. There might be something weird with the internet going on in Southern California today, this afternoon or tonight, excuse me, it's tonight. Hey, but you can still, YouTube, everything's fine. So check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. Ken Bozak was on, Chris Bleck was on. And Juan Galt, it was great. You get the best guests in the space. We'll be back this Friday. I'm working on the guest. Guy Swan will be one of them, it looks like. So he's a good guy when it comes to tech stuff. So definitely check that out on Friday. Don't know the time yet. And of course, disruptmeister.com. Everything is linked to below I talk about in this video, including the last seven shows I, I posted. So no excuse to miss yesterday's show or how about Saturday's show that was beyond Bitcoin? We were talking about the sickness. I can't, I can't mention the name of the sickness, can I? Well, maybe I will. Okay. Now, I want to thank someone who sent me about $20 worth of Bitcoin. I, I got that address linked to below if you want to send Bitcoin. That was very generous of him. He sent me the amount of Bitcoin that everyone in the world could own. If you divide the amount of Satoshis out there, by the amount of people on earth, you get that amount of Satoshis. It's like $18 worth. I don't know. Value your wealth in Bitcoin, value your wealth in Satoshis. But I just gave you a dollar translation because I'm thanking the dude who sent me that. He clearly was watching Sunday show. I believe it was Sunday show where I was talking about uh, the great individual who has figured out uh, how many Satoshis per person on earth. Uh, if, if it was divided up equally, but it isn't divided up equally. And hey, that's fair. You've got a chance, dudes. Compete, don't complain. You can get more than the average person could get in theory. Hey, don't sit around, be in motion. Get some skin in the game and pound that like button. Speaking of my glorious sayings, Citadel Gang has his own glorious saying that he left in the uh, comment section. Allergic to selling. I like that. I like allergic to selling. I mean, I like offended by selling, but allergic to selling is a nicer way of saying it. <laughs> and in this in this era where people are worrying about their health, well, they really aren't worrying about their health. They're worrying about the media scaring people about their health. If they were worried about their health all this time, they would be healthy by now and they wouldn't be drinking soda and smoking and then you know, susceptible to diseases like the disease that's going around. Okay. So thank you, Citadel Gang. I like that saying, allergic to selling. So let's talk about professional wrestling real quick. And by the way, this show is going to be weird. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Bitcoin Meister Forrest G says 0.003 BTC. 
dude uh what does that mean is that uh, is that 20 bucks i don't even know what that is now and i, I, I what did you mean by that uh anna k lele just you asked a question it says adam question and i happen to see it i'm not going to read it you have to type in bitcoin meister for me to see it okay because you gotta follow directions you're lele you're not new here so follow the directions uh club 80 says bitcoin meister pounded thank you pounded he says all right so uh let's see what do we have here oh yeah so bitcoin is professional wrestling for some and what, what do i mean by that uh it's a soap opera to follow with bad guys and good guys and heel turns. Dude, that, that is the wrong way to, to look at Bitcoin. Okay. But there are so many people out there that are like, ooh, what's the latest gossip? Oh, he's a, he, I, that guy, he was such a good guy, but then he had a heel turn and now he's a bad guy. He's talking about altcoins. Ooh, and we have to boo him now. That's noise. That is noise. And uh, but it is interesting how at least people have grown up in this atmosphere where like everything is like professional wrestling. Everything is like a soap opera. You live vicariously through others. Get some skin in the game, dude. Bitcoin is not about a soap opera. Bitcoin is not about living through others. It's taking personal responsibility and living through yourself. And uh, so don't don't think of it as professional wrestling, but uh, take a few steps back. If you're getting emotional, like, you know, you're a big uh, Macho Man or Hulk Hogan fan and you feel bad that they they left they left the good guy side, uh, you, you better reevaluate what you're, why you're in this thing. I mean, if you want to treat it like a soap opera, then treat it like a soap opera or wrestling, but admit it to yourself and just, I mean, I think that's pretty pathetic. I mean, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. Why treat it like a little kid would treat it? And it's just so many people look at it with that little kid mentality. Good guys versus bad guys. Hogan versus Macho Man. Who else? I don't know. The Rock, Stone Cold. All the big personalities of, of, of no, it's about you <laughs> and you doing stuff. Not, not you watching other people do stuff and then you ending up with nothing. And those big personalities, like, ooh, that villain. He was such a villain. And like that villain ends up, you know, yeah. So he, he mentioned an altcoin once and he's like a multimillionaire. What, and you're talking about income inequality. You, you see the problem? You're, you're talking and he's actually doing and, and income inequality is just envy. All right. So uh, moving on. Oh, Lele, you typed a Bitcoin Meister. Thank you. He says, Bitcoin Meister, in the future when Bitcoin is accepted everywhere and everything is priced in Satoshis, how will the government collect taxes from Bitcoin? But I mean, it, it's, it's pretty simple. It, if, if everything, if Bitcoin is accepted everywhere, and everything is priced in Bitcoin and, and Satoshis, all right? So people will pay everyone. I mean, I don't believe that's going to happen at all, by the way. I, I really want to stress that. Um, but let's, uh, I'm going with your theory. I'm going with your little theory there. How, so if you're running a business and the government knows you're running a business out on the streets of Baltimore or DC or New York, and they expect to get some, uh, revenue, some sales tax revenue, they're going to get it from, they're going to send you the bill. They're going to, when you don't pay your taxes, they're going to come after you. So it really doesn't matter if you're pricing it in Bitcoin or accepting it in Bitcoin. If you don't pay them, they're going to arrest you. <laughs> so I, you're, you, I don't know. I think you missed a, a part of the, this here. Okay. Um, if everything is, it, this doesn't like, 
you're going to have to pay taxes if you're charging people in Bitcoin in the future, even if everything is priced in Bitcoin. All right. Uh, the government still has guns. <laughs> and, uh, they, and, if you're, and if you're running a licensed government business, uh, then, yeah, you, you better be paying your taxes. <laughs> and, I mean, you, you could be charging in Kwanzaa or, or, or whatever, some weird currency. They don't give a darn. They, they want their taxes. So, okay. Um, so that, they'll, they'll be able to get it. They have guns. That's how they'll be able to get it. And, uh, yeah, if, if, if you're paying – if you're receiving a salary in Bitcoin – at, from your employer and they know you're employed, again, if you don't pay your taxes, they're going to come for you, to arrest you. All right. I mean, okay, you mean capital gains on Bitcoin. Okay, that would have been nice to say. Uh, <laughs> that they, they won't be... How will they collect... If everything is in Bitcoin one day... Uh, that means Bitcoin will be currency at that point. If everything is in Bitcoin, that means it is currency. So they won't collect capital gains. It won't be that anymore. It won't be that type of financial instrument. It will just be currency. So what, what that there is no, there'll be no capital gains. It, it, every you said everything will be priced in Bitcoin. So one Bitcoin will equal one Bitcoin. There will be no capital gains. There will be no capital gain. It will be currency according to you. According to me, that's never going to happen. <laughs> Everything will still be priced in dollars and Bitcoin will be an alternative uh, financial instrument of some sort that they, you know, that they'll require uh, capital gains taxes on or something. They'll get their piece of the pie. Uh, but but again, un under your theory, under your, your proposed, uh, there, there will be no capital gains if, if everybody is using it and if it is... Uh, it's currency. All right. All right. And you just erased all your questions. Very good. You always do that, by the way, dude. I, I don't I don't get that. I have very little respect for people who erase things. People know here that I put I put out all sorts of videos. I've said all sorts of things. I take nothing down. It's like the Craig Grants and the uh, what's the other guys that promoted that uh, BitConnect thing? Uh, the one from South Carolina, the guy from South Carolina. They erase their videos. They erase stuff. So when I see people erase stuff right in front of my eyes, I like I think of uh, Trevon James and Craig Grant immediately. So maybe you're them. I, I don't know, dude. But that's like it's really weak to erase. You always erase your messages too, dude. I, I don't know what your thing is. Um, you you it's like recorded. You ask those questions. It's not going away. I, I just can't. Th this is hey, that. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people like my my videos is because. This is me. If I say something wrong, it doesn't get erased. The tweets that I put, nothing gets erased here. The people that call me all sorts of names in the comments section, that doesn't get erased either. It's all out there. I can't, I can't take the, the Trevon James, Greg, Craig Grants of the world that just like they, they can't stand by what they said. They have to erase it. And you can't stand by what you said. You erased it. it right in front of my eyes like that. It's unbelievable. People, people stand for nothing. There's no conviction anymore today. It's it's unbelievable. But thanks, thanks for the question. All right, Gavin Smith said the virus cure production to keep you safe from the alts is about to be cut by fifty percent. <laughs> yes, having hype, Gavin Smith. Spread the word of the having hype, dude. Uh, we and uh, I link to below a Twitter. Uh, link. If Twitter is working where you are, perhaps it is, uh, where you can see all the people that are using the having hype hashtag 
And I think that's good that we spread that positive vibe instead of some of this uh, negativity that's been going around. Uh, people, be, all, all sorts of Bitcoin people are obsessed with you know sickness and whatnot. And uh, OJ Punk says, you're awesome, dude. Well, well thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I appreciate that. And uh, conviction. Seriously, seriously, people. Have have some conviction. Don't be afraid to put out uh, – just to state your mind. And if you're wrong, then just leave it out there. You'll learn your lesson. No regrets. No regrets. That's in the title today, actually. All right. And we'll get to the no regrets uh, part of it in a second. So Forrest G. asked, uh, how would you describe a small fish versus a whale – in terms of Bitcoin holders versus exchanges. Well, you just kind of, <laughs> there was that uh, article that I love talking about the Bitcoin entities. How many Bitcoin entities have over 10 Bitcoin? How, how many Bitcoin entities have over 100,000 Bitcoin? I mean, a way, the, the exchanges are all whales. They are whales. Uh, because they are an entity, but then we have individual whales also uh, out there. So both individuals and conglomerates can be uh, can be whales. But are you asking me where the divi dividing line is uh, between a whale and a fish, a regular little fishy? <laughs> I, I say I, I I say to be I, I said back in 2015 if you want to be elite. Get 10 Bitcoin. And that's pretty true. I mean, uh, people with 10, there are very few people with 10, few entities with 10 Bitcoin. I mean, in terms of the world's population, there are very few people with 0.1 Bitcoin even. But um, I mean, whales, I mean, to be to be 100% sure that a person's a whale, uh, they, they have 100 Bitcoin. I mean, that that's really, you're, 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 there'll be no arguments there. I don't, I don't think. A, a whale is 100 Bitcoin. I mean, they're in really good shape. <laughs> They, 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 I mean, if you're a fiat freak, they were just a millionaire the other day, right? So, I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, huh. uh, all right. So I don't, uh, I don't get fully get exactly what you want to know from that, but I, I covered everything. Is a Bitcoin whale? Uh, it, Bitcoin Meister is a whale, says Lele. I, I don't, I don't know. Is Bitcoin Meister a whale? I, I'm a pretty skinny guy. I mean, I swim really well. Uh, my mom, I mean, they, they said when I was a little kid, they just put me in the pool. I just started swimming right away. I used to love, I used to love to swim. I haven't gone swimming for a while. All right. Um, all right. So let's, let's, uh, let's continue with this here. Uh, I wish I could link that. that. That entity article was so good that, that showed uh, what, what, how many entities had over one Bitcoin, had over 10 Bitcoin. I recently linked to it. I should just <laughs> so I'll, I'll maybe I'll link to it below this video when I I'll find it I'll link to it below this video I think that's a really good way you can determine what what's a whale that that way I'll, I'll link to it uh, I'll write that down link to entity video I like the term entity also because um, they, people have tried to well how many people own Bitcoin well it's not about people here because there's exchanges and there's uh, corp corporations and funds and whatever all right. Link to entity video uh, article that will be linked to, you know, if you're watching this on tape and playing this at two X, you will uh, you will see that right now. You can check it out.
All right, so we talked about professional wrestling, and we talked about Twitter, and we talked about that we're one day closer to an all-time high, you fiat freaks that need that need that reminder, for God's sakes. I don't know why people need that reminder, but some do. Uh, and strong hand, 2024. I, I wanted to say that. I say that a lot now. You know, because there's a lot of new people getting in. If you just got in, you gotta you gotta have that hand strong enough to keep it until 2024. I actually found some videos. I'm gonna uh, repost them one of these days, uh, talking about uh, me in 2016, talking about 2020. Some really class, like literally four years old exactly almost. All right. Uh, I forget. Yesterday when we were talking about the Doomers. Back in 2008, because we had a, a economic uh, crash in two, well, th there was some major uh, mainstream financial market economic turmoil in 2008 and 2009, which hardly one, anyone can remember now. And the doomers back then were saying, oh, it's the end, it's the end. And what I forgot to say yesterday is that we look back now and we call those doomers who were screaming uh, about, you know, that it was the end, that there would be no future. Today, we call those people no-coiners. They were the future no-coiners of the world. But we didn't know that back then, that they were going to become the future no-coiners. We just knew they were doomers and, and gloomers. But there were a lot of people believing in doom and gloom back then. And so those people said, it's the end. It's the end. I'm going to shelter, bunker down, whatever. And uh, they became the future no-coiners, the people who were screaming about it was the end of the world in 2008 that, that are now screaming about that it's the end of the world in 2020. You know, just a few months ago, were the same guys saying, oh, in income inequality, it's unfair that I'm not wealthy, but Bill Gates is, and it's un unfair that he has 100 Bitcoin and I have none, even though I said that the electrical grid would go down and there'd be no point for Bitcoin, you know, those type of people. All right. So, yes, it's not a disaster again. <laughs> Pound that like button. All right. A legendary... On 99, said Bitcoin Meister, one day WWE will have a BTC character, the Honey Badger. You know what? Vince McMahon has gone wilder than that in the past. And yeah, he, I I wouldn't bet against Vince McMahon uh, or his uh, company because he could die. I mean, he's taken lots of steroids and stuff over the years, HGH, and he's over 70 years old. He could have a massive heart attack at any moment. Um, but it, one day if the, the company does something like that where uh, where they uh, – and and he lives like a – I mean, he, he's an in-motion guy. He's going like 90 miles – 100 miles per hour all the time, that dude. And he's lived he, – he had a very bad childhood too apparently, so. Anything can happen. But yes, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they came up with a Bitcoin character. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Like the, the Ted DiBiase of the 2020s. <laughs> and you guys know that I love to talk about Ted DiBiase. Uh, and uh, I think some people get that. Uh, and maybe that answers a question that someone that had beforehand. All right. So uh, moving on. Let's see. Uh I said, so we talked about the doomers. We said it's not a disaster yet again. Uh, so yeah, people are fixed. You know, going back to what I was talking about yesterday, um, there are a lot of people that are that are fixated on this disease. Okay, they are fixated on it. So they are they're a panic stricken person, and they hear like a or, or see a really good panic stricken tweet. They're just going to repeat whatever they like. All right. And it's the main, main story of all the normies. So they keep on repeating all of these stories that they like. So, and everyone wants to make it personal. 
So they like try to figure out, ooh, 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 wait, I'm in California. So I better repeat the story of the guy. I'm in Southern California, but I better repeat the story of the guy in Northern California who got it. Or I'm in the United States, so I better report the repeat the story of the guy in Seattle. I mean, everyone is trying to make this story personal. It, it's so pathetic. Dude, it, 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 I mean, if you're like living in the middle of Indiana, all right, let's say you're in Evansville, Indiana, on the border of uh, Indiana and Kentucky. And yes, I've been to Evansville before. I had a girlfriend from there at one point. Anyway, so, I mean, a little known fact there. Um, she doesn't live in Evansville anymore. <laughs> a lot of people, uh, anyway, I'm not going to diss Evansville. Um, uh, anyway, you live in Evansville, okay? And you're, you know, you're working at the Target or whatever. You come back, you check your social media. You see everyone's complaining about, everyone's talking about this. And you're scared. You're scared. So you're like, tween out all, but there's no, there are no cases near you. So like, oh, this nursing home in Seattle, blah, 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 baby. And so people, it's personal to you then. Well, it happened to my fellow American. It's going to happen to me. I better hunker down now and not work at the Target and wash my hands or whatever. Go go work at the Azteca Casino. I work down on the riverboat there. I'm going to stop working at the casino. Uh, I'm going to stop going to the casino. You should stop going to that Azteca Casino if that's still there. I don't even know if that's staying. Anyway, uh, the point is stop repeating the stories, dudes. Stop. It's not personal to you. It's not affecting you most likely. All right. Uh, and it becomes a game of telephone too. But some people, they hear these stories. They want to make it personal. They tell their mother, they tell their grandmother. And, and, and you, the story becomes completely twisted. The facts, the numbers, and it just leads to more and more. I just spit on the damn. <laughs> it becomes more and more uh, panic stricken and it's fake uh, eventually. I mean, when, when it becomes a game of telephone. So if you're becoming obsessed, then it's time to diversify the subject matters uh, of the mainstream that you're interested in, okay? And I hopefully, I'm not talking, the people watching this, no one is falling into this category at all because I, I would hope to, to God that uh, you have, if you're watching a Bitcoin show, you, you're interested in Bitcoin. So perhaps you should be talking more about that and not you know playing telephone and trying to make it personal because it isn't you. And, you know, it isn't your relative and you don't know anyone that it happened to, do you? And yeah, you do live in Missouri or Kansas or uh, Virginia or, or, or North Carolina. And it, it happened to a bunch of people, old people in Seattle that were all 85. I mean, so disconnect. It wasn't you. Don't try to make it personal. Yes, all the normies are talking about it. Fitting in is overrated. Remember that. Okay. So that's your uh, health tip of the day. <laughs> Uh, crypto soup said most people were in a state of emergency before the virus. I don't know about most, but the last four years, a lot more people have gotten themselves worked up into a tizzy over the president and are in constant panic mode and are putting people like the president on pedestals and trying to live vicariously through the president's enemies or through people they consider to be the president. Oh, look, it's just like WWE, isn't it? Trump is uh, the undertaker and Pelosi is Hulk Hogan for you. And you're living through them and they're fighting and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and you're, you're in constantly uh, in panic mode and emotional about it. And just, you know, you want to hear the next uh, episode, the next story in the soap opera. So, yeah, dude, um, there's a lot of people that were in a state of emergency mode uh, for the last four years. And 
it's pathetic that states are declaring states of emergency. That term really scares people uh, in terms of this uh, situation. Uh, but 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 going back to the last four years, there are single guys out there who got into states of emergency, yet they had so much disposable income. So they thought, well, I better, I got to be able to get rid of the undertaker here. So I'm going to give, um, I'm going to give $2,300 to uh, Mayor Pete and instead of buying Bitcoin. And then look what happened. Mayor Pete, he just, uh, he left WWE. He's like, where'd he go? He retired. <laughs> what happened? He ran away from your money, dudes. And so you bettered his ego. You bettered his character. You live vicariously through him. But what did it get you in the long run? What did it get you? Seriously, Mayor Pete fans, all you men with disposable income that gave $2,300 to him, you could have put that in the Bitcoin. Think about it next time. Lesson learned. No regrets, dudes. But if you're one of those guys who has no kids and, you know, you live in San Francisco or whatever, and you gave 23 or Seattle and you gave $2,300 or right, right here, West Hollywood, and you gave $2,300 to him. I mean, think about it. Come on. You were just, it was a soap opera. It was Hulk Hogan. It was, uh, you were, you were Canyon. I guess he was Canyon, right? Canyon was a wrestler that was just like, a uh, Mayor Pete, right? Some wrestling fan, uh, uh, you know, do some, a comparison there. Would Canyon be the, the equivalent of Mayor Pete? Okay. So, uh, oh yeah. So the, the, the panic over the, 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 the panic over the, I'm just thinking there's a lot of people yelling over there. No one's asking questions. Good. Uh, the panic over the virus reminds me over the, the it, it can be compared to the panic over a Bitcoin price drop. Okay. Because we get that a lot through the fiat freaks. People make up all sorts of FUD and noise and excuses of why, why is this happening? What's going on? I, I, I need a reason. Uh, I'm going to spread the late, whatever rumor I hear, I'm going to spread. And that's the real reason. And I'm going to yell it to the, and it just becomes a bunch of noise. And so few people during a Bitcoin price panic can remain calm and rational and not buy into all the groupthink and not do something completely ignorant, which is, you know, sell your Bitcoin. And that's the same thing with the virus. There's so few individuals out there that are like, hang on a second. I'm not buying this panic narrative. I'm going to remain calm. I'm going to do what I'm going to, I'm going to stick to my system. I'm going to stick to my life. I'm not going to feed this monster. I'm not going to create more noise. And uh, in the long run, the people that can do that, whether it be in, you know, real life virus panics or, or, or Bitcoin panics, which is, which is a real, it's a real thing. It's a, it's a real thing. When that price goes down $2,000, they're like, they haven't lived through this before. It's like there's people that it's like they haven't lived through a, a disease before, a sickness. They've never gotten sick before. So now they're, uh, they're panicking. Uh, so yeah, there, I, I compared uh, Bitcoin to that horrible thing. <laughs> and when I say that horrible thing, the disease isn't, it doesn't seem to be, I mean, if you're over 85, yeah, it's pretty horrible. But the, I mean, the flu is pretty horrible if you're over 85 also. Uh, but but what, what's really horrible, the worst part of this whole situation is is the panic and just to see everyone get so emotional and just lose track of reality and get stuck in this virtual world. And it, and the, the crazy thing is, is when I'm running on the streets of L.A. and I see the uh, <laughs> the various Hispanic people from various parts of the world who may or may not be legal citizens, they don't seem to have a care in the world. 
<laughs> they don't seem to be affected by this. And it just makes me think that I think people, the more you're connected to the internet, the more that you're living your life on the internet through, I mean, Facebook, Twitter, social, the more you're addicted to social media, the more panic stricken you are, I think. Now, again, you can really use social media as such a great learning tool. When Twitter is up in Southern California and you go to the Twitter feeds of the guests I have on this show and you treat it like a blog, that is awesome. But when you treat Twitter and you just read, you know, what's the most retweeted thing? What's the th on the side? What's trending? And, and, and you know, you, you follow the mindless celebrities. Oh, yeah, man, you're going to be cruising for a bruising in terms of uh, wasting your time on uh, this uh, completely worthless mainstream noise. And it's becoming the amazing thing about technology. It can educate you, but it has also brought it has dumbed people down so much and gotten them into this fantasy social media land where they are very susceptible to real world panics. And the people who are more grounded in the real world for whatever reason uh, seem to be doing quite well with this. <laughs> but you don't hear about it on the internet because they're not on the internet and they don't even speak English. Uh, the ones that I'm running by on Santa Monica Boulevard. Anyway, uh, Santa Monica and Western or Santa Monica and Vermont, both of them are some interesting corners here in LA. And being from Baltimore, they don't freak me out at all. But I think a lot of people who grew up in the suburbs, eh, they might feel a little uncomfortable, especially at Santa Monica and Vermont, where you can catch the Red Line subway. And yes, my uh, fellow white people in Los Angeles, there actually is a subway in Los Angeles. I know only the hipster white people go on it or I, or me, um, but there is one. And uh, yeah, that, that corner of Santa Monica and Vermont, uh, and I'm not dissing white people, but it's, it is, you know, if you grow up, grew up like in Brentwood and stuff, I don't think they even know there's a subway in LA. I, I don't even think they know. Um, and, uh, and there's nothing wrong with growing up in Brentwood. And we know what OJ did there in 1994. Of course, of course we know that. Um, and, and no, he's, he's not white, but, uh, what was I going? Yes. Vermont and, uh, Vermont and, uh, and Santa Monica. That's where I saw a, a homeless insane man once just like toss a hypodermic needle, just throw it. Unbelievable. Now that, that will freak you out. Even if you're from Baltimore, that that's taking it to extreme. All right. Pound that like button. You're getting some, uh, you're getting some real life stories here. So, we talked about uh, the virus, all right, groupthink. What is this? Yeah, yeah, so don't buy into the groupthink. Think long-term. Now, we've got a headline here. I, was, I said I was going to talk about uh, clickbait. So we got like three forms of clickbait coming up here. Uh, since I wasn't able to check Twitter <laughs> in the last five hours or so, I, I checked out horrible CoinDesk and Cointelegraph. I see Cointelegraph has th – the title of their article is YouTube Continues Crypto Ban. I mean that is so ridiculous. YouTube is not banning cryptocurrency people or Bitcoin people or whatever you want to call them. There is no crypto ban. And the article, if you read the article, it doesn't talk about a specific ban. It talks about some people who've had videos demonetized, taken away. They've gotten strikes again. And this happened in December. It happened again here in February and March. Guess what? This is, it isn't, they're not targeting crypto people or Bitcoin people. Not at all. 
and it doesn't last. Little do does anyone know, it happened to me recently too. Randomly, some video of mine from 2017 got some warning. Okay, I appealed it. Then it just disappeared. Guys, you are slaves to the algorithm, okay? You are slaves to the algorithm. Now, let me tell you something about your master, all right? He's a random taskmaster. He does random things sometimes. He'll go back in time and punish you, but then he'll unpunish you, okay? So, guys, it, and it's not just going on here. It's all sorts of people who make videos on YouTube. It is controlled by an algorithm. The algorithm is not a human. It does not act rationally. It, it doesn't target people. It, it's got so many inputs and outputs. It's doing all sorts of things. And you guys are the ones that are trying to make the clickbait articles that get the most clicks out of it, that you make this, this you know, you make your certain little, uh, what's the little preview thing called? Uh, preview picture. Obviously, I don't know. Thumbnail, because I never do a darn thumbnail. You know, that looks a certain, they all, do you guys ever notice with the 80 percenters, all their thumbnails look exactly the same. It's got a big smiley face with big letters on it and everything. And they all look the same because they're slaves to the algorithm. Yet they can't fathom that this thing that makes these rant that, that picks their videos for these random appeals to the algorithm, that it can it, it does random things. It does random things. It will take away videos from 2017 or, or, or 2016 or whatever and then reinstate them. This is where the big boys play, dudes, okay? Welcome to reality. If you're playing the YouTube game, this is going to keep happening. This has happened over and over and over again. So I, I, so you're complaining to Cointelegraph or maybe Cointelegraph is just bored and they want a clickbait article. I mean, there's so many levels of clickbait in this. It's it's unbelievable. But I just want to tell everyone that that article, that, that title is complete nonsense. And I hope you all know that's nonsense. There's no ban on crypto videos. And this the, the algorithm is not targeting anyone. There's no one in YouTube that is taking down Bitcoin videos. It's it's an algorithm and it does what it does. It's very complex. I don't try to understand it. I don't I'm not a slave to it. I post a new video here every day. It's not it's not the same length every day. It's not 10 minutes exactly every day. It's about what I want to talk about. It doesn't have keywords. It doesn't have capitalizations and all this stuff. But the, the same people who appeal to the algorithm, who are slaves to the algorithm, are the first ones to say, oh, they're banning us. It's, it's I'm being targeted because it's it's, it's crypto. It's, it's it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. All right. So uh, 80 percenters, you know, keep on worrying about uh, being so-called banned. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Cointelegraph, keep on writing, just being that mainstream source of crypto news that's mostly fake news. And Forbes had to get in on the act. Uh, they have a clickbait article out there by Billy Bambro. Bitcoin and crypto investors avoid this new currency like the plague. And I will say the name of it. It's called Corona Coin. And uh, it's traded on some like minuscule exchange somewhere. But they felt the need to write about it because whatever, it's in the news. They'll get clicks. Uh, it's such a non-story. I, I, I'm just laughing my butt off. Well, if it wasn't as pathetic as it is. And this is Forbes. This is Forbes, which is uh, a magazine with a, a, a financial magazine going back decades. And this is what they put online. They think this is a legitimate story. So for those of you who you know go to Forbes for your, for your Bitcoin information, oh, dude, not a great, not a good source. That's uh, they're talking about a Corona coin. 
<laughs> which is it's just a gimmick. It's just it's some gimmick coin, and you know, mo- more power to the to the guy who who came up with it. Like uh, the more cases there are, the less coin there is. I I forgot what the gimmick is. I mean, you got. Did I, I think I linked to the article below. Now here's something that I didn't link to below because it's so ridiculous. Off the chain, that's uh, Pomp's uh, show. He's he, his title, his clickbait title is Raw Paul. Roll Paul calls for a potential depression in the next few years. So yesterday I talked about this Raw Paul character about how he had uh, he was trying to explain why the Bitcoin price went down. It was just a bunch of mumbo jumbo gibberish technical terms. And now, you know, this is a doomer. This guy is a a mainstream financial gold doomer. I mean, he's going to talk about what he's going to talk about. Again, I give Raw Paul credit for interviewing Dan Tapiero. That was great. Dan Tapiero is great. Dan Tapiero is not a doomer. But uh, potential depression. Dude, this is the golden age. Raw Paul, have you? how long have you been calling for a, a, a depression for? There's no potential depression. Dudes, golden age. It's Bitcoin. Get with it. Positive, positivity, dudes. Positivity. But hey, you know when you put that depression in there, uh, that'll that'll get you that'll get you some clicks there. So uh, and I so I didn't. It's not linked to below. Why even why even watch it? All right. So here's a quote from a dude. This is my no regret regrets quote of the day. And you can learn a lot from this guy. And this is one. This guy left a comment in the comment section, and I give him credit. There's so few people that can admit there, you know, when they uh, make mistakes. But first, Bitcoin to the Moon says, get your insider information from Bitcoin Meister. You better believe it. Who else is t- talking to about the crypto dividends when they come out, baby? Who else is telling you that Bitcoin is a financial instrument that if you hold it correctly, you can get interest on it through airdrops and uh, forks, the crypto dividend process? Who else tells you that? There's a few. I mean. Hoffman has, and, and obviously Daniel has down in Mexico. Uh, not, not, not many other people. All right. Just learn Bitcoin.com. That's Daniel. Uh, truth and security machine, says Don. Yeah, it is the, the security truth machine. That is uh, what Bitcoin is, and that is what Dan Tapiero came out with. That's very helpful. Security truth machine, very helpful. Much more helpful than people screaming about a potential a potential depression. You know, so if there isn't a depression, I said it was just a potential of a depression. I mean, this is it's a pot- it's, it's just a potential that the Orioles are going to win the World Series this year. So I mean, it's, so if I'm wrong, I just said it was a potential. And I and by the way, they're not. So you know, it's just, the, it's just as ludicrous as saying the Orioles are going to win the World Series. Potentially, the Orioles are going to win the World Series. Of course, there's 30 teams. They all play the games. Anything can happen in theory. In theory, anything can happen. In theory, you know, uh, my nose could fall off. But All right, no regrets here. I've lost pretty much all my Bitcoin due to trying to make more Bitcoin through investing in the altcoins. It was successful at first. Remember, people, at first. I managed to create three Bitcoins out of one. But then I was so hyped up, I transferred my last Bitcoin into some token, which I thought was going to go to the moon very soon. But the opposite occurred. I'm slowly and surely lost almost all my Bitcoin. I was reluctant to get out. I thought they were going 
going to bounce. After the value of my altcoins dropped down to under two Bitcoin, I was completely devastated and I took a little money out to pay the bills and buy a, a new phone as well as some money that I had borrowed. The rest of value I have left in the altcoins. I was so devastated by losing Bitcoin, I decided to wait and let the altcoin winter pass. I thought to myself, I've lost too much to get out now. So I held, I held and have to come have to the complete bottom. Right now, I don't even have half a Bitcoin. This is sad. This is very sad. He started with one. He thought he had three. Didn't value his wealth in Bitcoin. Now he has half a Bitcoin in terms of altcoins. And he's still in altcoins. Let this be a lesson, but don't regret it, dude. Do not. That was why I shared this. No regrets. You learned your lesson. You can still get Bitcoin. You can still start anew. Tomorrow is a new day. Speaking of tomorrow is a new day, May 21st is the Tel Aviv uh, Bitcoin halving party, okay? And I'm supposed to be there. But right now, Israel is uh, anyone who uh, lands in Israel gets put into quarantine for two weeks. So if that's the case, I will not be going to Israel. They're still having their party, though. <laughs> so if you're in Israel, that's cool. And I'm really hoping that Israel calms down, you know, later this month, maybe as Passover approaches, they calm down and they stop that and everything goes back to normal. So I can go to Israel on the 30th of April and then attend the party on the 21st. So people, I do want to say that the party is still on from what I know. Am I going to be in Israel? Well, if there's still a two-week uh, mandatory uh, seclusion period, whatever. I just I just said the word. I can't even think of it. Uh, then I am not going to come. All right? So anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll stay updated on that situation. And I do want to – I love Israel. I love Tel Aviv. What a great Bitcoin community and what a great party it is going to be. And it would just suck. If they still have that, uh, if they still have that, if they're still freaking out about this thing, then because all the people from the outside won't be able to come to the party. All right. So on that note, I hope everyone had a good Purim earlier today. <laughs> uh, here, Carlos Velarde said the day the Orioles win the World Series is the day Peter Schiff recovers his Bitcoin. Well, 1966, 1970, 1983, these are all days the Orioles did win the World Series. It will happen again. You see, that's the thing about long-term thinking, and that's the thing about conviction. They'll be back. They will be back. Just like Bitcoin is one day closer to an all-time high, the Orioles are one day closer to a one a World Series title. And they've already had three World Series titles, just like Bitcoin's already had all-time highs. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel. Uh, pound that like button. Bang that bell button and I will say hi to you dudes in the chat. This ended up a long show. See ya.